Praise the Lord. All right. So, um, you're welcome for, to midweek service. I'll continue with the topic, spiritual sagacity, that's um, on Sunday. But today, the Lord has to share something with you. And I believe it will be a blessing to you. So, I want you to really pay attention to me. I'm sharing on It's Beyond You. It's beyond you. The reason for the blessing. Pastor mentioned something on Sunday. Oh, and yes, we had a very powerful meeting with Pastor. <laughs> Praise the Lord. And those words of blessings are resting in our spirits. 
Hallelujah. Now, it's beyond you, the reason for the blessing. Now, there's a, there's a problem in the body of Christ. One of the reasons why I enjoy sharing the word of God with young people, raising young people in the Lord, one of the reasons why I like it and I love it and I do it all the time is because young people can be influenced. The training can start from there. Now, let me give you a scenario. Now, one of the very important things about um, sharing the word of God with young people is you see, for, a young, for an older person, when he goes to church and you are teaching him some of these things, he doesn't have the patience, as it were, to even make the change. Because at the time, he actually needs the help. You get it? So at the time, he needs the help. So what you have been telling him that, no, it's not about praying for yourself. He, he doesn't have the luxury to go and start from the basics. Okay, Proverbs chapter 11. All right, verse 26. He that withholdeth corn, the people shall curse him. But blessing shall be upon the head of him that selleth it. He says, the man who withholds the corn, he says, what will happen? The people shall curse him. So there are a lot of people cursed. Walking in town. Now, he's not saying that people shall stand and say, you are cursed. No, he says, by default, once someone is withholding the corn, he says, the people have automatically cursed him. He says, but blessing. You see, the reason for the blessing is not for God to give you money. It has always been a people-centered thing. It's beyond you. Your receiving of the Holy Ghost is beyond you. Coming, let me tell you something. Do you think you're coming for services and midweek service is just for you? No. It's like someone who went to school. Then, right from school, you, um, wait, wait, do you have an idea of how much doctors are paid? Let's say a doctor. You know how much is paid, right? Okay, good. I'll come to that. Give me an example. A doctor goes to school. Trisha, do you have an idea of how much they are paid? Do you? No, okay. A doctor, um, a small boy goes to school. Class one, he's learning. JSS, he's learning. SS is learning, learning things that you will not even use in life. Alright? Now, in SS he's learning. He comes to university, he's learning. Now, imagine, think about it. Imagine how many years he has spent in school. Then imagine how much money has been pumped into his education. 
Now, he finished university of six years. It's now six years. Finished university of six years. Now, does housemanship of one year. Now, two years. Now, becomes a doctor. Everybody celebrating him. He's a doctor. Let's say, give me an average of how much they take. All right, from 5,000 going. All right, let's say, then he's taking 5,000 um, per, per month. Now, think about it. It is when he's done with school, because maybe when he was in school, it was about him becoming a doctor. What do you want to be? I want to be a doctor. So he's thinking about the prestige of it. Probably his parents are even thinking about the prestige of being a doctor. So the day they graduate, they take a very nice picture with their uh, white and their stethoscope, and they take a very nice picture. It's so nice, they put on social media, everybody say, congratulations, congratulations. What they don't know is that that congratulations is going to lead to a lot of people who are going to be helped from their sicknesses. So from everything he was doing from class one is to help somebody with malaria. Everything he has been learning from class two, from class three, was to help somebody who was sick of a certain disease. If he's a surgeon, he's going to help somebody you know, cut somebody's inside. <laughs> so life was fashioned by God to make impact only when it is left for others. You see, you, all, you will not find meaning to your life until you find this. When it is about you, you will be frustrated all the time. Why are people always depressed? This is the reason. I spoke to a young lady thing just last week. I was telling her, I said, the reason why people are de- depressed is because they, 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 be, they are looking at themselves. All right, I don't have this. I don't have this. I don't have that. Then this is what is going on with me. Going on with me. Now, some people think they are only, you know, um, exempted from thinking about themselves only when all is well with them. No. No. You are supposed to be thinking about others even when yours is not going on well. Looks like, ah, ah. You know, there's so much, like I tell you all the time, indoctrination going on on social media. It's really like, um, take care of yourself first. Do this, you know. Don't move a, a finger for someone who don't move, you know. <laughs> Do you understand? But he says that the one who withhold the corn. Now, the corn over here is not just talking about physical soil. He said the man who withholds the corn, the people shall curse him. Now, there is... There is something in every man that God purposed for the person to release on earth. Let me tell you about money. When money is not on assignment, it dictates for you. If you stay with me for a month, you will lose regard for money. Even the days I have needed it, I have treated it the same way. I have more regard for vision than for money. You see, when you are, you are carnally minded, you will not get this. And you will be thinking, oh, 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 oh. You know, when somebody makes a statement, some people make statements like, and sometimes they make it look as if it's a spiritual statement. It is not spiritual. You see, the moment you come to God, he's trying to give you lenses to start looking at things. So you begin to see things differently. For example, 
um, a statement like, it is better to cry in a Range Rover. Understand? That's not a spiritual statement. Hold on. That's not a spiritual statement. You see, you see, don't make don't make those statements. Hey me, I cannot walk. Unless if they don't come and take me with car, I cannot walk. Hey me, I cannot walk. Paul said, I know how to be abased. He said, I know how to abound. He said, I know how to be here when I have it all. I know how to be here when I don't have it. Now, when I share things like this with you, I want you to really listen. You know, I want you to really listen and start making changes in the way you think. Start making changes with the way you think. All the people who used to be around me those times that I didn't even have money, yet I spoke in the same way. Today, the things I do with money, they cannot write. And still, I don't give regard to it. Why? Because the, the, the kind of adjectives that God gave money in the Bible, you'll be shocked. Unrighteous mammon. Money answers to vision. Money answers to impact. Money answers to impact. We'll all be shouting that um, the Apple company is, is one of the richest companies in the world. Am I right? It's one of the richest companies. We are shouting. Yet, look at the impact they have made in your lives. They have made your pictures nice. <laughs> so, the, the, the fact that they are the richest company is not magic. Are you listening? No, I, I make side comments. I was telling them, uh, I had a meeting with a fellowship yesterday and I told them something. I said, I'm not going to be very careful about side comments because it looks like when I preach, the real substance, you believe it and you take the side comments. Like this is what I've said. Now people take only that. Listen to what I'm saying. Even when the side comments are funny, we laugh and but take the substance of what I'm saying. Money answers to impact. <laughs> you don't be so excited when you are dust money. <laughs> no, I, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you something. You know, I'm telling you something. It's good. Alright? Such miracles are good. Such things are good. But <laughs> the moment the children of Israel entered the promised land, the manna ceased. What's God trying to tell you? I'm not in the business of feeding you every day free. Then free. No, free. And free. And free. Grace is working. Grace is working. <laughs> he said, the one who withholds the corn, the people shall curse him. The one who withholds what God gives him to. Let me tell you, in this life, you are only as important as your assignments. The day your assignment, you lose sight of your assignment, or the assignment leaves your hand, you lose relevance. If Jesus did not assume the assignment of the Christ, he was not important to me and not important to you. Imagine Jesus Christ came and said, Father, 
Or, you know, he actually nearly said that. He said, Father, let this car pass over me. I will prepare to marry in Jerusalem. I want to have kids, please. Jesus, please. Or, or, or God, please. Look at the people. Are they, are they not my mates? Why, why do I have to die on the cross? But his assignment is to come into the world, not marry, and yet what? Die on the cross for everybody. But at that time, he was not seeing everybody. He was not seeing 2,000 years afterward. He was not seeing me at that time. My, you know, with, his, with his own eye. Myopia, spiritual myopia. He will not see me. He's not seeing thousand years ago. How many more lives will be changed? He's not seeing how many churches will come forth. He's not seeing all that. So over there, there and then, he can look at the whole Jerusalem and say, oh, even on top of me coming to die for me, they are slapping me. God, I'm not doing it. <laughs> I see the assignment. God had an assignment for him. So the moment he was 33 years, he had to fulfill the assignment. And his relevance and importance is in that assignment. So, he receiving the Holy Ghost when he was 30 years old and doing ministry for 3 years, the fact that the Holy Ghost came upon him in the form of a dove and he became, became a, a miracle worker was not to magnify himself. He, he, he was not um, going to walk in the street saying, you can see me, you know, the Holy Ghost has come upon me. It was not because of him, the blessing is beyond you. Let me help you with something. You see, anytime God is giving you a miracle, look for God's cut in it. God always has a cut in what he gave you. Hold on. You see, when Hannah, pay attention, when Hannah wanted to have a child because of, um, what's the, the, her rival's name? Penina, right? When Hannah wanted to have a child because Penina has had children and Hannah does not have children, when she was thinking, no, God, She's a woman, I'm also a woman. Give me so that I'm also show. I'm also a woman. I've also been able to give birth. Once that contention was on, she never had a child. Then day she thought, okay, I need a baby. God needs a prophet. The miracle happens. Anytime God is giving you something, always know that God has a cut in it. God did not call me to be a pastor so that I will have a career. He that withholded the corn. He that withholded what God has asked him to do. He that withholded, you know, sometimes God asks you to do a certain business. Sometimes God asks you to do, do certain things like go for sowing. Sometimes God asks you to do it. And you'll be looking at it and say, no, 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 no. It will take too much from me. Look at the, the, the parable of the talents. The one with five went to work. The one with two went to work. The one with two one said, what is it? He withheld his own. He said, he that withholding the corn, he said, the people shall curse him. The word curse over there is not literal curse. It means limitation. You see, there's a limitation on any man who's not living for people. Oh, God bless me. Oh, God bless me. And you, you want a visa. That is the blessing you want. Oh, God bless me. Oh, God bless me. So that people will know. When people are asking, where's my God? He's sitting down. <laughs> Think about it. Abraham wanted a son. Alright? He needed a son. But you see, God had a cut in Abraham's miracle. And it was beyond Abraham. God had a cut in that particular miracle.
said, I want to have a son. I want to have a son. I want to have a son. Then God says, you are going to have a son. You are going to have a son. And your seed will be, you know, massive. You know, told him so many precious promises, prophecies. You are going to have a son. Now, when he told him, you are going to have a son. The next thing, Isaac showed forth. I think the story should have ended there. It's beyond you. Abraham wanted to have a son. He wanted to have Isaac. Now, at the time he was praying for Isaac, waiting for Isaac, Sarah was waiting for Isaac. As we were waiting, Isaac came. I think the story should have ended there. It was not like God didn't just want to land him a son and say, take Isaac, we are done. No, out of Isaac was going to come Jacob and Esau. The real story was there. So the story was not Isaac that he was waiting for. The story is that out of Isaac, a whole nation is going to be born. So the testimony you are expecting from God, the blessing you are expecting from God, if it is not on assignment, it's not about to be fulfilled. Look at your life beyond God, give me money to eat. God, give me a good job. Look at your life beyond that. When you start looking at your life beyond that, you begin to see the the handprint of God in every other thing now. Habakkuk chapter 2. I will stand upon my watch and set me upon the tower and will walk to see what he will say unto me and what I shall answer when I am reproved. Go ahead. And the Lord answered me and said, Write the vision, you see, write and the vision and make it plain upon tables that he may run that readeth it. Now, on a normal human thinking, you say, Okay, write the vision and make it plain upon tables so that I will run. He said, No, that he may run that readeth it. That means the vision is supposed to outlive you. The vision will outlive you. Every other person who will see the vision will run with it. Moses probably was enjoying the encounter of writing the book of Genesis. He was enjoying that God is speaking to him. He's seeing the vision. Now, Moses wrote it prophetically, which means God dictated for him. In the beginning, he wrote in the beginning. God, God. As God was dictating for him, probably was enjoying the encounter of God appearing to him. He was enjoying the encounter of seeing Adam and Eve. He was enjoying the encounter of seeing Abraham because Abraham didn't write his book. It was Moses that God showed all those stories. Noah, everything was by revelation. So he probably was enjoying the writing of it. He was enjoying the encounter. Ah, Moses, I'm a major prophet. Ah, God is showing me all these things. He didn't know that it's beyond him, Moses. Many generations afterward will have to come and read that book and receive life. So it's always beyond you. Listen, the fulfillment of the prophecy that God gave Abraham, even though Abraham was expecting Isaac, the real fulfillment of that prophecy was not Isaac. If you go deeper into it, Jacob was the real fulfillment of it. How do I mean? Now, when you study it, when you read it, right, you will notice that 
Jacob, um, God said to Abraham that he's going to make him a great nation. Alright? But now Abraham has received the prophecy. Isaac has come forth, no great nation. Isaac is still with his wife. Many years, the guy is now old. Oh, God has lied. Now, he gives birth to Jacob and Esau. The two, Bible says, one had the nation in him. So, the thing came to Abraham, but the fulfillment of the prophecy was in Jacob. And Jacob, Bible says that he had a nation in him. He didn't know that at the time he was also giving birth. His children were going to become the 12 tribes who were now going to give birth to have the whole Israel from which the Christ was going to come forth. So, Psalm 115. Look at this. David is crying. He says, not unto us, O Lord, not unto us, but unto thy name give glory for thy mercy and for thy truth's sake. He said, not unto us, O Lord, not unto us. It's beyond you. You see, it's not God bless me. No, God does not want to bless you. So people are shocked. There's something concerned about the blessing that um, when you see the scriptures, God said a lot. He said, I will command the blessing. I will command the blessing. <laughs> you see it many times. In John 28, he said, I will command the blessing. You see? So that means the blessing is an animate phenomenon. The blessing has intelligence because it can be sent. <laughs> so the blessing, when it comes into your life, you know, because you know what God said concerning human beings? He said, the heart of man is desperately wicked. He said, the heart of man he said, is deceitful above all things. Jeremiah 17. He said, it is deceitful above all things. He said, and it is desperately wicked. So God knows that human beings are wicked. That if he gives certain things to them, even God will now be wondering if he is God. Let me tell you. <laughs> listen. Listen. I was telling someone, I said, if God was up for election, oh, we would have removed him a long time. Oh, human beings would have removed him. If God was up for election. That's why God doesn't do democracy. Democracy is not from God. You are surprised. Heaven, they don't do kebi mami kebi. Heaven, they don't be asking your opinion. I beg you. Don't sit down for God. What do you think? Nobody has the time. Because God knows that if he opens it up, that every, all of us will get to heaven and everybody should say his opinion. People will say things that God himself will be surprised. Look at sometimes even our limited minds, the kind of questions we can ask. Our limited minds. So where did God come from? You know, anytime you ask that question, you know, just cry. You know why? It's the proof that you are human. Because all you know is that something must come from somewhere. It's 
spiritual intelligence. That is the proof that you are human. Just cry and say, God, thank you that I'm human. You know, because, because it's a proof that you are human. Because all you know is that something must come from somewhere. But you, are not, you don't know that aside something coming from somewhere, something can be somewhere and it is somewhere. You see, it doesn't make spiritual sense, but it is true. When you read <laughs> the scriptures, when it says that I am Alpha and Omega, it didn't say I'm Alpha and Omega. The end doesn't exist. It is I am Alpha Omega. I am beginning end. The same point. Now, I was telling someone, I said, the reason why you can never trace God's beginning is because God has no end. You, no. You cannot, because you will need a beginning to get to the end. And you will need an end to trace beginning. So because there's no end, there's no beginning. Because there's no beginning, there's no end. Now, you can say, ah, oh, please, what are you saying, please? <laughs> You see, it doesn't make sense in the physical. It really makes a lot of sense in the spiritual. Now, let me help you. See, in this world we are, alright? In this world, in earth that we are now. When you move away from um, this realm, you need faith to move away from this realm. And faith works as in the, the transition between the physical and the spiritual is like in the, with the speed of light. All right? So the calculation actually of speed of light, I don't want to bring science here, is... Okay, not here. Now, now, when you walk away from this earth realm and you enter to the spirit realm, now, there is, in the earth realm, time. When you enter the spirit realm, there is still time. Bible talks about the angel... Who talked after one hour, 30 minutes. That means in heaven, they can count. Alright. Now, when you come out of, of, of um, the earth realm, which is time, you enter into eternity. Eternity is also another measure of time. So that means God also does not dwell in eternity. Aside eternity, there is another realm. Someone say, if you think about it, you go mad. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. The problem, no, the problem with understanding it, look, let me tell you, the problem with understanding is, is, um, is like someone who knows that uh, to bath, you have to open the tap, put in bucket and bath. You take him to a place, they shower. He will not understand until you have told him that, okay, turn it like this. Water. All his life, all he knows is that they have to pour water in a bucket before we bath. So, our normal upbringing is, no, think about it. How many of you, alright, let's use dream, at least everybody dreams here. If you don't dream, <laughs> see me after here. <laughs> now, at least everybody dreams here. How many of you, you had a dream that, in the dream, the whole action, the fights, the running, is like three hours. But, when you wake up, it's just like some 20 minutes. What do you think happened? The realm in which you are, the timing is different. So, 
with the sleep you slept. It's just a short sleep. But the action part one, part two, part three. Sometimes you dream certain dreams and you 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 can you wish we should go and continue. Then you try and close and imagine. And it will never work. Eh? It will never work to show you that it's not you. Oh, there are some dreams that when they come, I want to close my eyes and I say, Oh, continue for me. Oh, continue for me. I'll put in a CD again. Continue. Not unto us, O Lord, not unto us, but unto thy name. But unto thy name. But unto thy name. Let me tell you what God said to me last night when I was coming to preach here. God said to me, he said, anybody who walks into this midweek service has an assignment from me. Hold on. He said, anybody who enters this midweek service has an assignment from me. That's what the Lord said. He said, not unto us, O Lord, not unto us, but unto thy name give glory. He said, for thy mercy. For thy mercy. So I'll talk about the mercy. You see, blessing is a result of mercy. Romans chapter 9. Go to verse 10. Okay, start from verse 9. For this is the word of promise. At this time will I come and Sarah shall have a son. Remember what I was telling you about Isaac? He said, this is the word of promise. That's when the prophecy came. At this time will I come and Sarah shall have a son. Continue. And not only this, but when Rebekah also had conceived by one, even by our father Isaac. Look at it. He says, for the children, this is the point, for the children, being not yet born, neither having done any good or evil, that the purpose of God, according to election, might stand, not of works, but of him that call it. Okay, so I'm trying to understand this. Let me explain. He says, these two children, hold on, he says, these two children, he said, even though they were not yet born, he said, neither, neither having done any good or evil. He said, that's the purpose of God, according to election. Now, there is a, a place in God, alright? There is a realm in God that he does not allow your faith. <laughs> he doesn't allow the law and he doesn't make judgment. Let me explain. There is a realm in God where God does not allow your faith. You, you can't say that uh, uh, it was my faith that did it. There's also a realm in God that it is not law. That means it is not cause and effect. Then there's also a, a realm in God that does not appeal to anything that has to do with judgment. 
Nothing about judgment. Okay. Now, it now becomes a thing of mercy. Mercy, that means the purpose of God according to election. That means there are times that God decides to make a choice. He said that the purpose of God according to election might stand. He said not of works. That means not of the law. Not of works. He said but of him that call it. That means in this particular one, God is not looking for what good thing. Because sometimes you can see certain people God has called. You are wondering. He said that the, the purpose of God according to election might stand. He said, so God wants his purpose according to election to stand. So God makes a choice. So Jacob was one of the beneficiaries of because you see, Isaac, for example. He was the only one. Alright? That came from Sarah. So, no uh, one nominee, one winner. But the thing about Jacob and Esau was that they are twins. And Bible says, Esau came first and Jacob held his leg. Bible says, the younger one will serve the older one. Now they all started getting, you know, they all started growing. Everybody was going. Many years later, they have forgotten the prophecy that the elder child saw the younger. Now, Bible says that Esau was even old. Jacob too was old. At that time, they were all grown. Because Esau asked a question. He said, what will I do with birthright? That means there was no need for it. You know, birthright is of use when you are growing. You choose the food. And if you understand the Jews very well, they have a lot of premium for firstborn. If the person is a firstborn, he can share the food for everybody in the house. So the firstborn, Esau was, he said, oh, what use will I have for birthright? What use will I have for birthright? Now, at that time, you might have been wondering that, okay, why did Jacob Go and deceive his father. Yet the blessing still came to him. Election. Election. And Jacob was very smart. He collected the birthright before he went to collect the blessing. They are two different things. Let me show you how it works in the spirit. In the spirit... Isaac was actually blessing Esau. Because he said, he actually, when he was blessing, he actually said, Esau, I'm blessing you, Esau. So Jacob was very smart. If he had gone to just deceive the father and quickly collected the blessing, it wouldn't have worked because the blessing was being proclaimed to Esau. So the first thing Jacob did was he had a private transaction with Esau and collected his birthright, meaning he collected his name. So the day Isaac was blessing Esau, he was actually blessing Esau. But there was a repercussion for deceiving his father. 
Because he too, his father-in-law deceived him. Yeah, the Bible says that he married Rebecca in the night. And the father-in-law gave him Leah. But I, I was thinking about something. The Bible says that. No, I won't say this one. See, because, no, this question is serious. It's on my heart. No, Richmond, I want to know. I would say that they brought Leah in the night. And those times, there's no ECG, so you can't put on lights. It was when Bible said he woke up in the morning, he had already slept with Leah. So they had to, he had to take. You understand? Now, the question is, didn't Leah make any sound in the evening? No, because I know your voice. I know... I've been thinking. That means... No, no, no. So me, I, I, I just... Leah too is a deceiver. She kept quiet. Everything Jacob was doing... Mm. No, no, I've been thinking about it. It's just something I've been thinking about. <laughs> so the next day, when the lights don't came, listen, please don't marry in the night, amen. Some people, this is the part of service they like. This is the part. I'm not even saying this one. This one is just something I was thinking about. That, ah. No, no, no. So that we are not, we are not deceived. You said that the guy married a girl in the night. Alright, think. Alright? Just think. Think about it. The person came. They married the person. They covered, because the Jews, they covered the person's face. They with a veil. Okay, yesterday that no one did, you didn't see it because it came in the night. But the Bible says that he lay with her. That's the part. But Leah, we must investigate Leah. She allowed everything to finish. Then in the morning, the father, the uh, the father-in-law now said that oh, in our culture, the younger doesn't marry before the the older one, so we have to take it like that. So he had to work seven extra years. Only God knows. So, fooling because of love is not today. Why will you work seven years to marry one woman? Then you are deceived. You say, no problem. Ha! I will work another seven extra 14 years of your life to marry. So that song, it was a very prophetic song. The one of Uriah was that song. Domini Pejimi. It's a scriptural song, I tell you. Prophetic. Uh, why are, you want, are you thinking, I don't know how to sing that song? Please, please. Please, don't be a hypocrite. Stop it. Praise the Lord. Uh, 
on a more serious note. Now on a more serious note. The blessing that God gives a man is always in the direction of an assignment. When God gives a man anything, it is always in the direction of what he has called him to do. So your assignment is actually holding all that pertains to your life. The blessing answers to your assignment. It answers to your assignment. What God has called you to do. The blessing answers to your assignment. Blessing answers to your assignment. Thank you, Lord. It's a month of blessing. Right? Now, if all your life you leave it to ask God for things, oh God and this, oh God and that, and God bless me, God bless me, you will never see, you know, the power of the blessing if that, that life is not lived for other people. You know, some of you need to go back, you know, to, you know, the secondary school you came from. So you need to go back there and go and be a blessing to them. Look, look at you, look at you. All your life is you, everything is about you. And God this, and God I'm depressed, and God I'm this, and God I'm thinking, and God I'm that, and God what's this, and God, please, God, miracle money, oh God, uh, money miracle, oh God. (laughs) Are you thinking? Now, amazingly, I don't know how, but my mom used to tell me that when I was a kid, they always beat me about something. Why? Any food they give me, I go outside, I go and share it. That's where, that's, let me tell you, that's where greatness begins. Then, the part that was not good is that after I share it, then I'll be crying. But if it's not. <laughs> but then, till today, when I do something for anyone, like, I, I don't mind, you know, till today, I don't mind if maybe I have five people with me and the money I have will be, you know, enough for just five people. And I will make sure they are all comfortable while I am uncomfortable. I don't mind. I don't mind. And that's where God commands his blessing. Look at this. Deuteronomy 8. Verse 18. Deuteronomy 8, verse 18. He said, look, but thou shalt remember the Lord thy God, for it is he that giveth thee power to get wealth. That scene, that thing is powerful. He said, you shall remember the Lord thy God, for it is he that giveth thee power to get wealth. So there's a power to get wealth. And God gives that power to get wealth. Then he says what? Why? That he may establish his covenant. Not that you have money in your account. He said, he giveth thee power to get wealth, so that he may establish his covenant. 
So it's not about you. It's beyond you. The blessing is beyond you. It's not just about you, God trying to make you something. And you know, um, if, listen to me, if God, by the power of the sower, of, of the talent, went back to the people to check what they have done with what he gave them, that means God still does it. He still reviews the things he gives you. God reviews the things he gives his people. He that withholded the corn. He said the people shall curse him. He that withholded the corn. He that withholded the good news. You know, some of you have, you, you, you are so quiet about the gospel, you can't even preach to your youngest sister. What I'm about to say is unpopular, but I, I don't have no understanding about it. You know, if you ever give birth to a child, don't give them freedom of religion. You don't have no freedom in this house. <laughs> you know, human rights. You have no... What's right? Follow me to church. You see, you see, I thank God, I thank God for my parents. They forced me to church. When I got born again, all those scriptures I learned in Sunday school, God started talking to me with those scriptures. Say freedom of what? He that withholded the corn. He said the people shall curse him. He said but blessing, 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 blessing. So you are not blessed because oh God bless me. No. He said blessed will be to the one that the, the, uh, the Hebrew word is Shabbat. That means to, to, to disperse it. He said blessing will come to the one who disperses it. So, you will see, when you see a blessed man, a blessed man is somebody who is affecting the lives of other people. That's a blessed man. No, think about it. How, how many young people have come to you and said, we want to learn keyboard? Ah, you should be gathering them and be teaching them. Blessing will come to such a person. Whether you do it at a fee or not, blessing. <laughs> it's true. That's the truth. Why don't you do it? Because the word Shabbat, it means to disperse. It also means to sell. So, that is one of the scriptures that supports a, a, a working man to be rich. Let me show you something. I was telling some people the difference between knowledge and truth. Okay? Knowledge and truth. This is the difference. Truth is the uh, result of the equation of knowledge. Let me explain. Now, becoming rich as a Christian is a truth. But there are different knowledge that come together to make it. So, to equate sowing a seed in church as a means to becoming rich is a knowledge but it's not a truth. You will need to add other things that the word of God said. Like work. Like make impacts. Like bless people. All those things will have to come together then become an equation for truth. So to pick just one out of it it will not work. Then you see people will be come to church and they are, they are disappointed in God. He said the one who withholds the corn. Who withholds the thing that God gave him. He said the people shall curse him. Now what are the things that, the two things the two things that um, uh, 
The master said to the guy with the power of the talent, there are two things he said to him, the, the one who kept his one. Two things he said to him. He said, you wicked and slothful servant. Two things, wicked. So these are the two main things that will be said about someone who does not impact lives. I said, some of you, what I'm saying now, you need to go back to your SHS. I'm telling, I'm, this thing I'm saying, I'm talking to somebody now. And the person has head. <laughs> you need to go back there. So I want to, I want to, I want to share something with you. You, some of you went to girls' schools. You have to go back there. Now, if you go and you say it is, um, if you go and say maybe Christianity something, they, they will not allow you. Okay, then do put it to something else. Educational something something. But but well, tell me, talk about the educational something something. You end it with Holy Ghost. <laughs> when you finish, you lay hands on them and you leave. You are not a student. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you something. When I finished school. God led me back to enter into St. Peter's. And only God knows how many people that I got saved. Many. Pastor Claude is one of them. Do you understand? What if I didn't go and I was just doing, bless me, O oh Lord. Bless me, O oh Lord. Bless me, O oh Lord. Anytime you are saying, bless me, O oh Lord, he's telling you, you too, bless them all. Bless them all, my son. Bless them all, my son. Bless me, O oh Lord. Bless them all, my son. Bless them all. And there's something about the blessing. When it is utilized, it multiplies. When it is utilized, it multiplies. How do I know? When the woman's vessels finished, the oil stopped. You see, once the blessing is not pouring, there's no business. He that withholded the corn, the people shall curse him. He that withholded the corn, the people shall curse him. There are things that God has put inside you. Don't let them waste. Because you see, making impact takes time, so start early. Making true impact, it takes time. So start early. So if God has blessed you with um, extraordinary, uh, you know, skills that you can actually, you know, do a skill acquisition something. Teach people some of those skills, whether at a fee or not, depending on what the Lord is leading you. Whatever the Lord is leading you to do, you do it. And, but make sure that every time your life is blessing people. Your life is blessing people. Your life is blessing people. I said, I'm saying it again. This is the third time I'm saying it. Some of you need to go back to your SHS. That's how you will see the blessing working. So you'll be looking at your life. It looks as though nothing is moving forward. Start living for people and see what God will do. Start living for people. Do you know that the amount of revelation God gives you as a person is dependent on how many people are listening to you? <laughs> you think, what do you think God is? He's not a bad investor. When God is going to speak to you, he's considering how many people are listening to you. Someone like a man of God, Pastor Chris, he will not pray for long to hear the message of the year for 2020. My sister, he has heard it. God has to consider all of us. So even if God is fighting with him, you have to still talk to him. <laughs> Do you get it? Even if God is fighting with him, you just have to go and tell them 2020 is the year of this thing. You understand? No, you have to talk to him because of us. Let your life impact other people. There's a very powerful scripture I've shared many times. And let me end with it. First Corinthians chapter 9. 
It's one of my favorite scriptures in the Bible. Verse 16. Look at it. For though I preach the gospel, I have nothing to glory of. For necessity is laid upon me. You know, until you come to that place in your life that your assignment is a necessity. When I look in the Bible, there are some things that baffle my mind. I'll give you an example. Like, something like desire. Desire, okay? Desire. I noticed something about desire. I realized that desire is not spontaneous. You can um, harness your desire. The Bible actually says, as newborn babes, desire the sincere milk of the word. That means, desire is not supposed to, it's not something that just happens, oh, by the time I realize I only desire this. No, you can actually take hold of your desire and move it in a particular direction. So you're going to go back and check for the things that God said you should desire. One of the things he said you should desire is the sincere milk of the word of God. You're going to go back and desire that because God says that is better. You're going to go back and you're going to follow your passion in, in a direction. He says, necessity is laid upon me. There are certain things, like, you know, sometimes as I, when I'm lying down, you know, and I, and many times in my life, there have been instances where there's been pressure around, you know, boys are giving you pressure. That's why I want to have the bro code. You know, sometimes um, fellow guys can give you so much pressure. Guys, you know what I'm talking about. You see them driving certain cars and, you know, because the kind of cars they are getting, um, you know, what is, you know, what is following the cars? I've not said anything. Don't think I've said anything. So, you see that you, you are feeling some way. So, all of a sudden, your desire leaves you adding value to yourself. Now, your desire is now, I need to get a car too. I need to get a car. Then that's where the selfish Christianity starts. That's where selfish Christianity starts. Oh, God bless me. Oh, God bless me. Are you forgetting that you are supposed to be blessing other people too? If you think you are nothing, step out and see. You realize you are actually something. You will be shocked. If, go back to your secondary school and say that. I want to I, go back there. You know, nobody's paying you for it. Say, I want to go and have... Um, I like what um, Wilson did. Had the, the Change Africa Summit. And how many years have you been having it? Three years. He's done with university, yet he goes back there, you know, tries to impact the young people. Impact the young people. As he keeps doing that. Now, people are, they are gathering their numbers to listen to the impact that he's making in their lives. Someone like that can never be small. No two ways about it. Ways about it, the blessing works for people like that. But when you always keep thinking about myself, 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 this is what I want to do, this is one of my these are my plans. Bible says, and God turned Job's captivity around when he began to pray for his friends. Did you hear that? Job's problem, everything came around when he prayed for his friends. So if he was praying for himself, Father, Father, God, you have destroyed me. Help me again. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. You go to many of these churches that are praying Oja fire prayers. And, and, and it, never, it never works. Because that is not God's plan. 
No, I'm serious. Now, but the problem is that most of them can't help it now because they're already suffering the suffering. So for you to now tell them, go and impact somebody's life, he has no eating. Some of you need to go back to your senior high schools. Some of you need to go back to your junior high schools too. I don't, right? When was it? When was it? Um, about a week, a week or two ago. I, I, I started making calls. I want to have a, a, a musical concert for my junior high school. I want to go and gather all of them. Lance, I know what I want to do. I want to, I, I, I've started calling all that, all the, all the people in uh, my batch and the junior's batch who have realized that have a calling of God on them. I'm going to call all of them. We'll take a secretary. We'll start praying. We'll go there. Don't think they are small. Don't think they are small. Charles Taylor won a whole war with teenagers. In Liberia, all the shipwreck, all the problems that were caused in Liberia, it was caused by young people. I'm telling you, they'll be holding guns. Young people have fire. If you tell young people, take gun. Hey. Did you see the pastor say he likes our church? It's passion. He says something, oh, so like, ah. You know, like, <laughs> you know, an old person who the school fees later, tomorrow, he doesn't have time to say, oh, hey, <laughs> lay hands and let's go. Do you understand? But you have the luxury to be passionate, you see, because you're young. So if you make the right investment, let me tell you something about paying a price in life, all right? You will pay it. The question is whether you pay it early or later. But it's like loan. It's like loan. If you pay it later, it will be more. <laughs> you pay it later, it will be more. Oh, no, no, really. I will still pay it later. Don't worry, Pastor, please. Don't worry. We are working in the blessing. Mandorama, Sokaraman, Tekaska. You know, you know one of the things I want to do next year? And I want many of you to join me to do it. I want many of you to join me to do it. Next year, I've told them, we, we, um, where's Thelma? I need to see Thelma. We want to do senior high school outreaches. Yeah. Some of you will have to go in groups. Say, oh, pastor, please. Only my level is really up. So I don't know how to go among the children. Ah! <laughs> I know a young lady. She, when she finished SS, a month after finishing SS, said, oh, the children. Ah, you just came out too. No. The value of a soul. Listen, the value of a soul. Children's soul, adult soul is the same. Father said we should go to the stadium. Listen, 2020, they will see us at that stadium. Listen, listen. When Pastor said it, Pastor, what is my when Pastor said it, I didn't really do you know Akras was stadium? I said, Pastor, I didn't really see the stadium. So I had prayer meetings with them. As we were praying, as we were praying, God said to me, He said, You can do it. I said, God, don't do that. <laughs> ah! 
I was praying again. So yesterday night we were praying again. While we were praying last night, then God began to show me how to pray. I said, hey, God, hey, we are going to that stadium. And you will be instrumental in it. And the Lord will use you in it. And the Lord will use you in it. And all finances will come to us. Man, take a boss, tell a boss. Let go ahead and speak in tongues now. We will be a blessing to this nation next year. We will be a blessing to this nation. Let come a song, tell a boss. Raman te kalabaye. Raman tolobosete. Rambalabashande. Rakamandolobose. Rakabasante. 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 Rakabenda. Leman tokobose. Rabalabasata. Hey, Rangalabado, Rangabalado, Ramande, Yedalamante, Yebalaboso, Montalaba, Yebalabasa, Yebalaboso, Yekalamante. Ha 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 ha. Lemalamaya, Ekabasote, Romo Sunday, Romo Sunday, Bando Cosata, Yay, Yay. Yay! 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 Lemante! 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 Balabaye! Balabaye! Mandelebose! Rangalabaye! Sabalabaye! Sabalabonda! Lemantakabaya! I'm going to be a blessing to people! I'm going to be a blessing to people! Le calamanto, le sandolo moshe, lo montolo moshe. You'll be a blessing to people. Begin to declare it, that you'll be a blessing to people. Lamante kabaya. God is helping you to be a blessing to more and more people. La calamantos, yamantalabaya. There are some of you. The Lord is going to lead you to sick people, and you're going to pray for them, and they will be healed. You're going to be a blessing to them. Yala katalamasa, rambadabaye, rambadabaye. There are some of you. The Lord is going to lead you to people who need help, and you're going to help them. Ya mama 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 Ye 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 mama Hallelujah Listen Listen You know on the first day when we're praying when the Lord said to me we can do it we can do the study Honestly I I'm a man of God if you watch by books and what has been done in this nation before, we are not supposed to do that. We have to be a 30-year-old minister to die in the prior life. You know, but God said, you can do it. So I asked the I said, how does God see us? Well, I asked, I said, maybe God has seen something we don't know anything about. But it's a, you see, it's a privilege for God to trust you. You see, and when God was talking to me, he had you in mind. It's not me. It's not you to imagine. It's not like that. 
It's not by age. It's not by how long you have been in ministry. The blessing, the blessing, the blessing, the blessing, the blessing. I will bless thee, O oh Lord. 